you need really to react to the audience. A lot of companies, they just put out what they want to say, but it's social media. You need to be social. So you need to listen to them. And also mm. the authentic stuff, it's something people repeat a lot. It's easy to say, and it's difficult to like vulnerable and, and it can be scary to do also because you don't want to seem unprofessional because people resonate with it. You want people to trust you and they trust you when you are vulnerable. Welcome to the Authentic Content Podcast. And I'm really excited because we have our, our favorite B2B marketer here, Maria Eriksund from Vilpe. Nice to have you. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. All right. So what, just really quickly, Vilpe, you do fans. I've said sometimes chimneys. I know you don't do chimneys, but like people understand what's a fan. Is that somebody who supports your company? Now it's like this thing that blows air out of a house, like actively. And yeah. you you look in almost all f formats, you look very normal. Like your website, you look yeah. normal, industrial company. And if we look at uh, your YouTube also, very normal. But then we go to TikTok and it's way different. And it is. For those of you listening as well, what, what it looks like is you have many of your employees, you have a couple of recurring characters, which I think is an interesting concept, by the way, that you film, you ask them questions, you talk about their work, but you talk about a lot of stuff like not work as well, which is yes. people. And you have, was like one post a day, sometimes two posts a day? Yeah, now yeah. we have, actually the last weeks we have uh, slowed down a bit. So we have posted like once or twice a week. It's an experiment. Let's see how it goes. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, we posted uh, once, once every day, uh, a year ago, we posted like 10 times a week there. Wow. So it's, yeah, in, in like sometimes a little bit more, sometimes less. That was like the median. Yeah. So I want to get to, I'm very interested in the results because that's what, mm -hmm. what the audience wants to know. Why would a normal industrial company ever care about like getting into TikTok? Even though I think we're all hearing that TikTok makes more sense, but you started mm -hmm. like a year ago. So you want to give us a little bit of the story and then I'll, let's get to the results. Sorry, two years ago. Wow. That's, yeah, so, <laughs> so you have 100,000 followers on TikTok and you have some with millions of views, but that's not, nor like it took you some time to get there, right? We have, like last year we had 40 million views in that year. Yeah. Or 49 yeah. or something, yeah. Yeah, we started, actually I started working here like two and a half years ago. Mm -hmm. uh, and when I started working here, it was like, we talked about social media and stuff and First, we looked into, I had worked with TikTok before mm -hmm. and really seen, like, for for a couple of months. I was, it was, like, maybe four months before I had started working with TikTok and I was, like, blown away by the effect of that platform. Uh, but then I thought, yeah, maybe not for this company. Uh, and we looked at the Instagram and we tried some new things, but we didn't really get to the, like, you know, Instagram the customers. Instagram, Instagram is, tough. is yeah. so tough. And I worked with Instagram in like 2013 and it was like the bomb. It was yeah. so great. And But I think it's it's um, natural, like all the platforms are maturing. And yeah. it was like, yeah. first it was like Facebook and then you posted whatever on Instagram and you could see any, everybody's lives uh, and what they did in pictures. It was so much more than on Facebook. And then, you know, the, the companies, the, the ads, everything came to Instagram yeah. and it changed the platform. And so I think the thing with, with TikTok is also that it's been just, you know, a younger platform. So it's yeah. naturally has a different kind of vibe. Um, but yeah, I started and we looked into Instagram. We did some experimentation there, but 
like we did a lot more work with it, but it didn't double the results. So I said, you know what, these people on some of the mm. accounts, we had an account that we closed down actually for Sweden. Uh, and because I said, you know, it would be cheaper to take these people who actually engage with the account and send them all a fruit basket. That would be yeah. way cheaper than putting yeah. all these hours yeah. to, to doing the content for them. Mm. And so um, then I said, yeah, I work with TikTok and there had been some thoughts about TikTok here at Vilpe. And so I said, should we try it? But you know what? It's going to take some resources. Are, are you okay with that? Because, because we have to post a lot. And so they say, yeah, let's go. And after one week, like at first we made like uh, a buffer. We had like a month, we just produced some content. I took the best of that content and I said, this is the first one. And then we started posting. And after a week, uh, our CEO said, okay, we're changing now. Our primary channels on social media are now TikTok and LinkedIn. We, wow. Let's down prioritize Facebook and Instagram and what we put into those channels. So from that, and I mean, it, it wasn't the numbers we got later. It, it took about, like, we, we struggled a lot with getting out of Finland, mm -hmm. uh, finding the audience outside of Finland. And after eight months, uh, our um, Kirill, who's one of the... Yeah, the famous the, guy in the, the background famous, there as yeah, well, the, in the picture. Yeah, <laughs> this guy. <laughs> he, uh, so he, he really went viral uh, worldwide. And then um, after that, yeah, then... then the bigger numbers started rolling in. So we went from like 11, we, in the first eight months, we got like 11,000 followers. And then from there to like 100,000. So that, that like it, it went up, up, up from there. I asked then like a month or two after that, we started going viral with him, with Kirill. Uh, I asked our CEO, so what we are in, like uh, we can go this way or this way. We can have like an X number of people know everything about our products and make mm. really like product specific, like get the core audience because our core audience are, we're B2B business. So we are not mm. B2C and it's like uh, roofers, planners, resellers, um, architects, really specific group of people. And we could get those, but maybe you know, a couple of thousand, maybe 10,000, something, or we could go big and get a bigger audience. But that means they won't know everything about our products. Mm -hmm. They will know maybe, they will know our name and that we are a roofing and ventilation company. And then uh, they will know maybe how our product looks kind of, but not so much more. Well, you know, maybe a takeaway from this is they will know who you are. The, yeah. The, you you yeah. might be the only roofing of the slight, like ventilation company that they know at all in the whole world even though they live somewhere else yeah and so that's that's what we aimed for well so apparently your, your ceo is a little bit insane that in one week he's like yeah let's go all in on tiktok man but uh well he said he linkedin is. too i may be exaggerating here but i think i mean i like it it's cool so because he because it's apparently like you had this in your mind and yeah. i think so he's been thinking maybe 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 and then you showed some results and he's like let's let's go for it but let's get let's get into the results because if i'm I see this opportunity as well. That's why we've used you as a case study. You've been our, we repeat you in our content because we think you're doing amazing stuff. But what are the concrete, like, your results? I don't know if you can say the exact numbers, but, like, are you getting clients in? What, what does that look like for you? Uh, so a lot of people ask us if we are getting more sales. And uh, the 
I don't know if you have noticed, but the construction industry uh, that's yeah, in a bit of a slump right now. So, um, so sales, yeah, that's tricky. So we can't track sales with TikTok. Also, the the buying cycle for us is like a year or something. So it's mm -hmm. difficult to, to track back and know where where it all started. Yeah. But we have gotten more uh, applications when we have job openings from the whole mm -hmm. world. Mm -hmm. So that has increased a lot. So. Mm -hmm. uh, I've heard numbers like 100 <laughs> or, or something like that. Uh, we have also uh, gotten more, like it's been a lower threshold for other partners and companies to contact us. We are more approachable now mm -hmm. than we were before. And also uh, discussions, ongoing discussions with partners. And mm -hmm. uh, I, I can give you this example. Like we... There is this important, in, in the construction roofing industry, important uh, fair in Frankfurt. Mm -hmm. And and it costs like 60 to 120,000 euros to go there. And so we went there for 10 years. And you know, you you all the salespeople there and the products. Yeah, and you have to ship and, they are, they uh, are really expensive. And the goal for that was to get international partners. And we got one good partner in 10 years. And so we it's now like a one million acquiring cost for partners, roughly a million. Yeah, and of, of course we are a, a B two B company, so one one partner one is really. Um, but still, somewhat expensive. It, to pay it's a million it's for really a important for us. Like the, they can be a bit expensive to get, but it's okay. But uh, but we have ongoing discussions with really big important partners that have come from TikTok. Yeah. So if so we would can't get say one of yet. those. But I can't say yet, but if we get those, that would be like a big euro size. So you could <laughs> but, mean that, so you can spend 100,000 euros on the Frankfurt Messe or something, and that would give you, like in 10 years time, it will give you one. But it seems like, I don't know exactly the resources you have for TikTok. We, may, we can maybe, let's ask that, but let's say you have some some resources. You can use that in one year those resources will generate more than one partner. Like people are now, you're able to find partnerships because of the TikToks that, that you have. And actually, uh, we found that if we want to, like our target audience, when the, those that I mentioned, there are a lot of middle-aged men in that mm, group, mm. If, if we are really like not That's too, why this yeah. doesn't make any sense. Yeah, but you know what? The, the social media where we most easily reach the middle-aged men is TikTok. So that, that's the thing. I think we misunderstand when these, where, where they hang out. I also have we yeah. work with farmers. Farmers, at least in Finland, are hanging out on TikTok. But you I know, no I idea. don't think. I think, yeah. of course, more of them have Facebook accounts. But either they don't hang there, or at least they don't talk to us. They talk to mm. us on TikTok because that's a platform where, like, the threshold to talk is a lot lower. So I think I think we're seeing. To, another, yeah. I think we're seeing something else. It's, it's a selection bias. TikTok is still new, especially like I got on TikTok this year, you know, because so I'm like, I don't want to do it just from China and so on. Like I, I was one of those guys. But then, and I think somebody in the 50s are similar and mm -hmm. are worse than me. But what happens is the people who are there are more open-minded. They're more like, hey, let's try the new thing. So now you're reaching them. They're the people you want to reach anyway. You know, if you reach old school people who are like, I don't know, I don't want to change whatever supplier I already have. And yeah. now you're reaching the innovative people. I think that's a part of the equation here. Yeah, so when we started, in one week, we started getting like technical questions 
from people who actually ah, use our products. Like, like in the in the chat of or, or sorry, yeah, in the description in the chat, the Yeah, the yeah. In the comment fields they would mm. say so we have also like gotten comments on our products. So I took those comments, I went to our uh, research and development team and they actually like improved on our on some products. Oh because that's nice. of the so so we, we have developed our products also from TikTok. Oh, you should have like a sticker on it, like developed by TikTok. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. So it's, uh, uh, yeah, I think it's also... This might also... be the first ever industrial product made for B2B that's actually influenced heavily by TikTok. You might be the only <laughs> one. <laughs> maybe, maybe. Yeah, the first one at least. <laughs> yeah. And also, I, I, yeah. I also think it's, a part of it, it's, because on Facebook, you know, you started off with, with only following your friends. Or maybe yeah. mostly people mostly have only yeah. friends, in, uh, like real life friends. And Instagram, it also started to say, maybe yeah. you follow some famous people or maybe some brands and stuff. But on TikTok, because the algorithm works so much on what you're interested in. Yeah. And so 99.9% .9 of your feed is not anybody you know, not any yeah. friends. So so when you move in the comment section and, and discuss things, you are among your peers, among people who, yeah. who like the same kind of things. They're and like that makes like, you yeah. more oh. open to comment. Yeah, because nobody else will see it. That's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I, I, think so I don't have to be embarrassed. By the way, my name is like Frankenstein99 or something, so people don't necessarily need to know who I am either. But yeah, it becomes yeah. almost like the old school internet oh, back in the day. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> so, and and also what I like, I think it's like a cheat code when using TikTok or something. Compared to Facebook, what do you have to pay or effort to get into new eyes to from the new to see it? And now with TikTok, like if they're interested, it's in TikTok's best interest to show it to that person. So the person want to see it, you create it, and then TikTok feeds it to them. I'm like, that's that's a very generous offer for any marketer. There's very few. Yeah, like, they don't offer that many. Other. I mean, they're trying now with Reels. As, I don't know, have you gotten back to Reels? from in your company um we have like on so so we dine uh, we, we didn't mm. put so much effort into to instagram after that for a long time but then we thought yeah we have some some videos from tiktok that that could suit mm. instagram too so we posted some of them there and they do much better than the original like tiktok or instagram content that we did so yeah. so so we I had think, like yeah. we put one video and it got like one hundred thousand organic views on on instagram and facebook and that's like oh for a ventilation and roofing yeah. company on these that's platforms and that's, I think it, was, it was a tiktok <laughs> i think what we're seeing and what i like tiktok gives feedback better for a creator like i'm compared to youtube shorts or something i'm trying to see in the feed what i'm doing but tiktok will show you here are your, here are your numbers and you can like <laughs> hover over you can really easily understand okay this is my video did better you can click on statistics they help all platforms do this not you guys are listening like they have statistics i know but tiktok has made it so easy to understand what's working and not working so it's easy for me to try to replicate that and i'm even th starting to think that tiktok is the like the the championship level like if you succeed on tiktok you get them working there it works on all the other platforms because they're like leading the the, the watching preferences of people like first i thought you know it was for young people or something but no no it's like the way tiktoks are done if you do good on TikTok, that's the way it also should be done in all short formats. It's a 23 second video, whatever it might be, or you're, you're, it's longer and shorter, but like what's work? Yeah, sorry, Maria, you had a point there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I agree. I agree because it's like, and now the formats have gone like a little bit longer there too, but they have been so short. It came from the 15, min, 15 second format. And now it's of course longer, but but the same kind of rhythm for the for, for TikTok is still true. And that means 
you know, you have to throw away everything unnecessary. Yeah. Like you hone your storytelling skills. If if it's not good from the first seconds, it it won't work. So yeah. so you have to get like the first second, the, the end, because you want them to loop it. Like yeah, you know, exactly. that will be one so, so, you, yeah. so so when you work on that and you take that feedback and you really hone your like mm -hmm. storytelling skill, you're like set up perfectly i think also for making like long movies or something it's like it's like storytelling school on steroids i think yeah. to make yeah. content for that platform well so maria how so you are feeling the results you're getting the partnerships in and the partnerships well you you haven't so assigned them yet but the, just the amount of partnerships that you're discussing is already a proof that this is working do, have you got do you, do you know if any customers have their uh, purchase decision influenced by this like have they mentioned hey you know well, it was really good that we did on TikTok or I saw it on Facebook or some or LinkedIn have you have you get any of those type of comments um so because i'm not in sales of course gets it yeah uh but i i haven't heard Directly, but we've heard, for example, like because the Kirill thing, that's mm. because we, with Kirill, we talk about a lot of things not at all connected to, to our products or the business. And so if it, sometimes we think about like, is this, does this make sense, Kirill? Uh, and we made these uh, cardboard cutouts of him uh, just <laughs> as a fun thing. And and actually our CEO said, maybe we should make a hundred of them. And, yeah, and, and I was thinking like, when do I get our, mine? Yeah. Yeah, to, to to our resellers, and and then we got feedback from from like um, it was some uh, some of our resellers. They said, "Yeah, we're going to have this fair. Could we please get Kirill to come here?" And we said, "No, Kirill won't come, but maybe we could send you a cardboard That's cutout." It. So because they said we talk about this around uh, on our coffee breaks, so the people charge who were charge for him to come. Like, yeah, for 100k, he can come visit. But you know what? He he won't do that because he, he told me <laughs> because he's he told me once he said yeah. no. He, he said, you know, people say dress for the job you want to have, not the job you have, the one you one you want. Mm -hmm. But he said also you should be really careful so you don't dress for a job you don't want. And he said yeah. he was working in production, and then when he started working in the office with marketing, he said that yeah, he made sure to dress so nobody would send him to any fairs. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like he's coming back to bite him because they still want him now now yeah. he's too he's too original you know he's one of those like original guys like you feel like yeah he's just speaking the truth and they're yeah. always preferred yeah but the cutout is, is good like i could take one of those cutouts too he's he's famous <laughs> uh, yeah for those who are listening we actually have he uh, maria has a cutout behind her of uh, kirill the most famous guy in their in their thing but it, it naturally leads me well can we ask quickly about resources what type of resources do you have available to make these videos uh yeah so like Last year, like last winter, I, I worked full-time with TikTok. Mm. Okay. Uh, now uh, I only make one, two a week. So now we have scaled down a bit. So you uh, were we the one filming? Uh, yeah, I filmed a lot of them. Also, Essie filmed some. And then uh, actually Kirill's brother, Leo, has edited a lot of them. Uh, in the beginning, I edited a lot and I edited some of them. But then it was like the the pace was so fast, so we were like, you, you edit, I film, I write, I do some voiceovers, and mm. um, and yeah. So sometimes we've been a little bit more doing some bits and pieces, uh, and then we put we have put from like not the first month, but that we have boosted some videos in the in the beginning because the when you start posting wherever you are, the algorithm will like push it out to the people in the same country. 
Yeah. Like, so for the first eight months, it was like 95% in Finland, the audience, even though we made everything in English or mm -hmm. had subtitles in English. Uh, but then, so we boosted in, in other countries to get into other like markets. You paid for it? Yeah, we paid a bit, like, uh, not all the videos at all. We only took the ones that went, uh, like, did really good, got a hundred, yeah. couple of hundred thousand views. So we put, like, maybe, we put the minimum amount of money you could put on them. And we also, the reason we used the minimum amount, because we also, we wanted to get data from that. So we put out five videos. In, in one country and then it, 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 like the algorithm used the most money for one of the videos, the one that worked in that country. And so we took those five videos to another country and then we put, paid the minimum oh, amount yeah. and we saw which one ate up all the money so we could see what worked in different countries. And so it, it didn't give that much, like we got on those, of course we got some views in that country, but it didn't spread so much to these other and we tried with Germany. Oh, how we tried with Germany. I, I lipped sync to some German song. <laughs> I think we should have done content in, in German, but we couldn't on this channel. But, uh, but then when, when we broke like the, the English speaking bubble, we broke into US, UK, Canada, Australia. Then we also got Germany and the other oh. European countries. Oh, so you you, you paid to get okay. Okay. Well, so would you have any? You know how do you broken? Because I I have struggled with the yeah, same thing. Kirill. Most of my views. Kirill. Okay. So 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 when but we had made some Kirill videos like five of them before, one of them hit and then so we organically broke into the, this kind of English bubble. I think we got into the other countries via the English bubble, and that's how we then. Now we have consistently from all all over the world. So, so it's like views. the algorithm kind of learns. Like if you're in a local country, they'll they'll they promote they will promote you locally. And but if you are able to break out properly, some they will yes. consider you an international or like or local there too somehow. Yeah, seems and like and also when we boosted, I I would say like the, uh, to any company listening, I wouldn't boost from the beginning because you need to learn from the algorithm. You need to like okay, this was shit. You can't do anything about that if it's really bad content. And if it's really good, you you get a lot of bang for your bucks if you pay a little. But yeah. like the minimum was like 150 euros for five videos for one week. And yeah, so that's like yeah. so, so it's like it's a rounding error for most. Yeah, companies. so so we never we never like started paying more because we just we wanted the data also and we wanted to compare all our weeks. And so we did yeah. we don't do that uh, anymore. Yeah, but, so you go but, organic, but so the the yeah. what the what manpower what what manpower are you putting towards TikTok like at the moment? Uh, right now, one or like if I if I count together mm. what everybody mm. does, maybe one or two days a week. But but then yeah, but before it was more. Yeah, all right. Oh, well, mm -hmm. then we're gonna get. I'm curious about how do you get these people to even accept to be on camera? Because now, because for example, Kirill is famous. He's on like every other video or something because he's like, yeah. he's your guy. And I actually yeah. use this in my one of my videos. I explain. I compare to you to Friends, the television show. Is that you have a cast, but Kirill is one of the stars. But there are some other people. They they reappear. The CEO reappears a couple times and so on. And then yeah. sometimes you have people working on the floor. You film them for a bit. Like was it Mother's Day or was it someone or they give the flowers to women or Women's Day yeah. or something. Yeah. Yeah. flowers and these people are might maybe like never seen again because they're just seen they're, they're not there are many people working for you right so you don't show everybody but yeah. i was wondering how do you get them first like how do you get Kirill to be involved and how do you get everybody else to accept to be on camera like how, how is that process done 
I like we have done a lot of videos where we like in one video we have a lot of people so we ask mm -hmm. a lot of people the same question uh, so I just walk around and I said is it okay can I film you um, and then some pe some people say yes like mm. in our warehouse a lot of people said yes so we filmed in the beginning and and still do it's easy to yeah, go that, there those were the ones i th thought about as well yeah <laughs> and and so i and i know the people who don't want to be like if, if anybody says i don't want to be it's it's of course it's okay you yeah. don't have to be but if it's people that i filmed a few times i usually put the camera on before i go there and i said yeah you know okay that film it. I, and i and i get that first reaction yeah. uh on camera, but it's, it's, of course, it's also about trust. So when sometimes we make these presentation videos of somebody, and so if it's about you, then, yeah. then I'm like, yeah, I film you, I ask you these questions. And then of course I show it before I post it because I want the most important that they have to agree. And, and it's okay. Also, we had uh, somebody who said like, oh, he was like, mm, he didn't want to be, I, I made mm -hmm. a story about how he didn't want to be in the video. Uh, and then I showed him the video and I said, and, and you can say no. Uh, and we won't post it. And I said, yeah, but you've edited it and yeah, you've done, done all this work. work. And I said, yeah, but yeah, but this is this part of my job. <laughs> it's okay mm -hmm. to say no. And then I would throw it in the garbage. Uh, yeah. But he said, yeah, yeah, you can post it. <laughs> but yeah. so I think it needs to be trust there and that people see that it's okay that the, one day they can say no and yes, the next day, yes. And I think part of the trust important. is that they, as you keep doing these videos, you'll see that, you know, some people are crazier than others. So some people say, like, yeah, sure. Put me on the camera. No problem. And then you see, okay, nothing happened. Like he was, it was a normal video. There was nothing strange. And then the next person might dare to be on camera. And then over a while you notice like if they film me, it will be respectful to my occupation and my integrity. They will just, yeah. they're, they're going to be nice to me on, on camera. And that's what yeah. you are. You're not trying to trick people uh, into stuff no. in your, in your, in your videos. So. No prank videos or stuff like yeah, that. Not, not yet. Uh, all <laughs> not right. <yet>. Well, so, <laughs> well, what do we, so how do you, well, let's go to the planning then. Cause you do, <laughs> now you're down to one, like two videos a week, one, one or two videos a week. Yeah. If, can, can we get the current, what is your current media mix? So TikTok is one or two a week. And uh, yeah, uh, we're going to put more, uh, or we are. I'm putting more effort into LinkedIn. Uh, it mm -hmm. doesn't really show there yet, but uh, we're doing a, lo a lot of analyzing and looking into other brands. Uh, and so we're, I want to do something different on LinkedIn too. So we hope to bring some of the TikTok magic into LinkedIn, although it's yeah. a completely different platform, of course. Well, I don't know. I'm, I'm putting my, link, my TikTok stuff on LinkedIn. It's working. Yeah. Yeah. Also, that's the thing that works best for us also when we put some of the TikTok stuff on LinkedIn. So I think some of it, uh, not everything, but some of it. Um, yeah. So we're looking into that. And then, yeah, we have have Instagram and YouTube and and Facebook Facebook in Finnish and Instagram a couple of accounts I I do the English and the Finnish there and we had a Swedish that we yeah and you have Swedish you have a Russian one as well yeah th no. that's uh, the subsidiary Russian company okay, yeah. does that one now because I know you have I mean you're quite a big company you have several you know channels and languages and all kinds of stuff but as I was thinking but I, what I'm trying to get to is like how do you plan this so you, you have content that you're putting out and it's yeah. it says two videos and those videos are maybe are they used for all the different platforms or not all that it, it depends yeah. on the video of course for because for YouTube for example we experimented with the YouTube shorts for mm -hmm. some time we put some of the videos there but it was like the thing things that worked on TikTok 
didn't work at all. Exactly. <laughs> we have same, a completely... same experience. They're almost yeah. like twice. They're almost like two sides of a coin. Yeah. Yes. So so usually when we do something quite technical or like more boring or how you want to call it, it, it doesn't work on TikTok, but it works on on YouTube. Yeah. So. I, because on YouTube, we have another audience. We have a lot of the installers who are on the roof. We have a lot of installation videos. So they go there, they use it as an installation manual. And so they want to see that kind, same kind of things. Yeah. We put some Kirill videos there and they were like flops. <laughs> they didn't yeah. look at them maybe you have another, Maybe you need another channel for that. So it would yeah, work. Maybe. I think it would work on YouTube, just that it might cannot be Vilpe. You know, international yeah, has to be Vilpe funny or something. And that would work. Yeah. Because yeah, it, the, I, I've seen like they, it's, 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 it will work. It's just that they, they have tuned YouTube things that will paste this and shows to the yes. people who used to get instruction videos. That's why there's a mismatch there. there yeah. There's something I've been working on understanding. There was other creators as well say that if you have a channel, you should. It's like a television channel. You cannot uh, deviate too much from what you're trying to do. Yeah. Yeah, and that's so in. Interesting, because it's like that on a lot of the other platforms. Like Instagram mm. is also a bit like that. Mm. But on TikTok, every video you put out is like its own entity. And and yeah. it's like, if it goes viral, 99% of the people hasn't seen anything else. So it has to yeah. stand alone. But on yeah. YouTube, it's a whole different story. Yeah. There, it's okay, part of you... the channel. Yeah, well, yes. Anyway, about the production, what is your method of deciding what to produce and then and then going through that from planning to action. Could you share that with us? Yeah, so we, we have analyzed a lot. I think <laughs> I think you, you like with, with Kirill, I, I can always show, he's not here, mm. but I can talk about him. We have analyzed like a lot, a lot. We have like kilometer long Excel spreadsheets with data. And, and so I sometimes I have asked him like, oh, so who, who makes comments? Is it women or men or what age are they? And he's like, it's these people on TikTok and uh, yeah, all kinds of things. And so we use that a lot. We, we looked at looks at, at uh, quantitative and qualitative uh, feedback and analytics. And we, we know that when our vo- voice is heard in the mm-hmm. videos, uh, that those videos do better. We know that yeah. they need to be one to two minutes long for us to go viral. So nothing under 10 seconds or 15 seconds has ever gone viral for us. Mm. So we know kind of like what length and we know when we usually tell a story. So sometimes it's sometimes I'm just writing a story and we just dig up video material from our archives. So yeah, I don't be, like, yes, get some B-rolls in there. So you're just talking. And yeah. Then so, so, there, so sometimes we build those kinds of videos, but those take more time to do. So you can't do that in every video. So usually we try to, yeah. So it's a mix. It's some Kirill videos, but we can't do Kirill all the time. And with Kirill, people also usually want to have like the deep philosophical discussions with him. So we do those. And sometimes I film him. Usually those aren't planned uh, very much. I, I write down questions sometimes when I get like, oh, I think Kirill could have something about this. Yeah. And sometimes it's just a discussion. We're just talking and I'm like, wait, I'll film this. And then we just talk. But do you have a Monday planning meeting or something? No. Or... We, we used to, when we were several people doing it, we, once a week we sat down and we planned for two weeks ahead, videos for TikTok and all the other channels. And then we made them and oh, there were always changes, of course. If something yeah. happened on TikTok, you change course a bit and put some other videos in. But now it's like, yeah, well, yeah, me and, and the guy uh, who edits a lot of them, 
some he, he or he asks what are we going to do now and i'm like here yeah. you get some material here oh, so, is some so material. this is like in your head you're running the marketing yes, yourself yes so oh, yeah, no, then you not don't the have, whole marketing, but these. <laughs> this stuff, yeah. Well, yeah, don't yeah. You, then you don't necessarily need to have so many meetings because you, as long yeah. as you can keep the balls in your hand, like you know all the things that are going on and you want to have one or two videos here, you want to have these things here. That you have a, yeah. Do you have like your own targets or goals when like an amount of videos or amount of posts? Do you have something like that that you yeah, work yeah. towards? Yeah, yeah, of course. Uh, the one to two there and then on, on LinkedIn that we get something out every week and yeah 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 we have those but we now for for linkedin i've been also they were like yeah we should this is normal for our companies i was like no we need mm. to get ten thousand, twenty thousand. they were yeah. like that's not possible on linkedin and i mean we don't have it yet i was like it wasn't possible on tiktok either but it's let's known. do it so, i think yeah. that i think we my opinion is that the company page on linkedin is a graveyard and you only go there to see if the if there's a body like if it's breathing or not like is it dead or is it breathing <laughs> not so that's all that's all in my opinion yeah. what the, but in the private pages so that's where i think yes. it lives yeah i always yes i agree with you of course it's the people here so i'm like i, I want to write inspirational emails to them to, for them to post or stuff but of course you can post stuff there that other uh, that the people can repost. But I've seen some company pages that had, have gone more personal and more into lifting up their people, and they have done better. Well, you know, they might be, if, if anybody can do it, it's you, Maria. <laughs> no, I, I, it's a new platform. You never know with, yeah. <laughs> with another platform. I'm, I'm trying to figure out just how do I get the CEO to post? That's part of my, like, what I'm trying to do with my business. It's like, how can I make it in such a way that he'll be posting? Because that's what wins. But it can be you too, like you, yep, like marketing yep. people, but you're more, more natural communicators that like you want to communicate. But a CEO might be just busy and slightly more private in their, in their nature. And like, I don't want to, what am I writing about? What am I going to do a video about? So I'm trying to think what is the way that we can do it that that there's a, that there's a flow of content from the actual CEO where you maybe have to be a part of it. There's maybe, you're maybe filming. Maybe you even have access to his account. Like there might be ways to solve this. So that's, that's part of my, I'm trying to figure out how to do well. I have a tip for you. Yeah, tell me. Okay. Our CEO, he studied marketing and wrote his thesis on viral videos. Okay. So, <laughs> so, so step one, get a CEO who did... <laughs> yeah, so then you said like... Yeah, so, so he, he's actually really... Uh, I think that's a big part also why, why we have gotten so free reigns and it's yeah. worked so well because he's really good also at spotting what works yeah. and... And he, he's a really good person to spar with also. Yeah. And so we have had, you know, live um, uh, streams with D&D &D, uh, yeah. on TikTok. And we also have a Twitch account where we have streamed D&D &D game nights. Yeah, those are his idea. His okay, yeah, so he's, he's, yeah, like, he's in, in into this stuff also. Yeah. We also have like 20% uh, of the employees here play um, eSports. Uh, what do you uh, not Call of Duty? Oh no, he's Counter Strike. Let me know. Counter Strike. Yeah. All oh, right. Yeah. There we yeah. Go. So so they have like three teams of Counter Strike here. So he's big on esports. <laughs> <laughs> we are we are part of esports tournaments and uh, yeah, we do some content of that too. Uh, but it's it's also so niche. So it's um, always like yeah, you have to have it. We can't do too much of that. Yeah, but it's yeah. But I think you you are, but you're naturally creative along these things. From from like the com it comes from from the CEO. So this is nothing. Yes, it was there. It it feels like it was a 
it was a seed planted inside this company that if it was just nurtured, it it became something, and then they needed you to nurture it to make for it to happen. But it was it was in there waiting to happen. But when I started here, this is of course it's B two B. There's a, a production here. There's an office. It, it can look quite. It it looks boring maybe from the outside, mm. a gray block like building. But when I started here, there's a lot of innovation here. Like of course there is there are the people who innovate the products, mm. but they are on a lot of levels. Uh, there are, and and the slogan is like innovative and easy, and and so we talk when in the beginning I said. How come a lot of the marketing is looking looking so dull when it's yeah. innovative and easy? It also the marketing should also be innovative because it's ingrained in the walls here. Uh, You're good at innovation arguing. You know you know how to win your arguments. <laughs> so no, so I think it should like I. But it's always tricky. Of course, it's a very conservative business. Like how crazy can you make like the fair things that compared to almost anybody you guys are insane but if you look at actually insane videos you guys are very mellow so i think yeah, that yeah. what you found a good balance middle ground i think for other industrial companies you could look at what you guys are doing it's like, like just do something similar because i get to know like and trust who you guys are working there it's really cool and i, I was like you're pr- the only company who make fans that i have any idea exists and that i that i know some of the people working there which makes my my likelihood okay i'm I don't know how likely I am to buy a fan, but if I want to recommend one, some company, I talk with somebody who's building something, like, have you checked Vilpet? They have really, really good people, and their fans are great. They should check it out. It's so. it's also, because, of course, on TikTok, we have a lot of people in our audience who, who they are not customers. And it's like, what do we do with them? But they they are part of the community. And, you know, when you have really true fans, really true followers they start helping out with the marketing mm. too. And people started asking for merch and we were like, no, no, we don't, we don't have, we, we had merch that we handed out to, you know, like the free customers. Yeah. yeah, like that. But I said, if they want a merch store, let's give them a merch store because that's people <laughs> doing, you know, <laughs> marketing us. So we made a merch store and we have Kirill's face and we have the Vilpe logo and people Dude, are buying hat from you them. have there, I'm like, oh, I'd like to have one of those hats. <laughs> I mean, it's a Vilpe like winter hat, this uh, beanie. It, yeah. looks, it looks really good because Actually, it's almost the... like a joke. It's, uh, you're you're yeah, in this yeah. level where it's like, it's not cool because it's cool. It's cool because it's not cool. And then it's cool yeah, yeah. anyway. <laughs> And only insiders will know, like, you know what Vilp is? Ah, you don't know, you're not one of the, you know, we who know what Vilp is. See? Yeah, so, <laughs> so I'm thinking, also, because to break into a new market, of course, this it's a long shot, but when when you're trying to break into a new market, it's really expensive. You know, right. when you are in contact with all these partners and these businesses, like, they have never heard about you before. It's difficult. You have to cold call a lot of people. Yeah. But then, what if you're aunt talks about this or your neighbor or you see people walking around with the logo on a hoodie or something maybe it's a little bit of a softer landing for the salesperson going there talking to yeah, people and, and, but also we haven't talked to so much but this really helps if me as a salesperson i make a call or i reach out either if it's cold the first time now that the person i called knows about us if he does a little bit of search and find something or I email him hey by the way check out our TikTok we have kind of cool stuff there and they start to look at that they might spend you know several hours there over time and now they they like like not in the same session maybe that would send like 10 minutes clicking some videos and then it comes keep coming to the feed because you you looked at them before suddenly yeah. you are 
like crawling away into their brain that, that yeah. I, I'm starting to get to know this company. It's like, I didn't think I needed to know about Vilpe, but now they're, I mean, I'm thinking about it, I'm seeing them again. And then I'll get another email, another call. Like, yeah, yeah, you know, suddenly I'm much more warm than I was before. Yeah. I'm already to buy. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, have you guys thought about, uh, I'm looking at, well, if no, I'm going to ask this first. Mm-hmm. If you were to give advice to somebody else doing kind of what you do to, to get started, like say an industrial company does something else, they, so they do some machine cutting machinery or something, and they are listening to this, they'd be like, you know, maybe I should, you know, get involved. What would be your tips to get started? On TikTok? I, not necessarily TikTok, but TikTok is a big thing that you do. But just yeah, what would be yeah. your mark? You know how in, in industrial companies they don't do much; they do something, no, but it's I, not that. Exact. I think actually, if you listen to to marketing podcasts or look at the companies that work, because people look at maybe um, they look at their competitors, and maybe mm. they do some dull marketing, and so they mm. think, yeah, this is what we should do. This is like, but you can only get up to their level. Then I think yeah. you should aspire to go past that level, and then you need to do something different. And if you, yeah, if you listen to all the marketing, like podcasts and tips and tricks, every it feels like everybody says the same thing. It's about authenticity. Mm. Is it's about lifting out the pe- people who work there. It's about um, yeah, posting on these channels, post a lot of videos, post a lot of like it, it, it. What do you do to be authentic? It needs to be a little bit rough around the edges. Mm. A lot of there are so many boring, polished videos out there from companies. I mean, if you've heard, and then uh, you don't... being corporate, that is an insult. Like you yeah, know, this term yeah. corporate. Like, oh, what? I'm like, what are you saying to me? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, and so I'm like, when everybody is saying this, and we're doing it, and it works. Why are so few doing it? I I don't get it because I there are other companies doing it, of course, and it's working for them too. It's like look at those, it's working yeah. and working for them. But it's of course it's really wonderful because it, it's scary to be authentic. It's because yeah. we have talked about this a lot. What does it mean to be authentic? Like when um, when the market took a downturn and things didn't go so well, it's like. Do we talk about that? Yes, mm. of course. We sit there. It's an, an like a little bit more solemn discussion then, uh, but we talk about that too, because you you can't. It's like with also with comments. Like we we try to we we don't censor almost anything because I think if there's a negative comment there, it shows that you can also trust the positive comments. If you yeah. would go erase all the negative comments, nobody would trust anything. Uh, so, so I think it's, and in the beginning, now we have this 5S system, so we have really clean, uh, empty offices, but before yeah. that, people had really messy offices, and I, I came there filming, and they said, wait, 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 I have to yeah. clean my desk, and I said, no. this is what it looks like, this is real life, let's film it, <laughs> and so, of course, I asked, do you have anything secret here, Are there any, and, and the, they could take away those papers, but yeah. Other things you have to show it like it is. I think part of it might be I'm I'm trying to fix this as well, and I know we're speaking English here, but a lot of this advice is coming from the United States, and mm-hmm. I think that it's they, their style is a bit they're too, they're too hyped up. So we're like, I don't want to be like that. It's too, it's too much. Like, yeah, maybe we can film our employees, but I don't know. Like they sound they. It, it, but I'm thinking what what you're saying, what you have been showing is that there is a way to do it in a more Nordic way. It's more relaxed. We're talking. It's good stuff. You can still make it fun or interesting and t- showing who you have in the company. Then I, I think there's um, 
there's too little content. Like I, I've mentioned that in one of my shorts, but people think there's too much content. There's so much content. I'm like, the, the amount of minutes in the world of content is very high, but yeah. the amount of content that's good for you is not that high. Like you, every time you no. swipe away, that's content that was not good for you. So yeah, think how if, yeah. if it was a perfect world, you would just have like, I don't want to leave my phone. I mean, this is amazing. You will just stay there forever. But yeah. that's not what it is. So there's too little content. So when you create content for a specific niche, they're happy to get it. Yeah. And also like Kirill wasn't our first famous person on this channel. It was mm-hmm. actually Eero, who's over 70 years old, who's the founder of this company. He he hit it really big. He, like people started recognizing him. him. When he went to to his barber, they were like, yeah, yeah, you're from TikTok. And he was like, yeah. And, <laughs> and, he, he, um, and he's really no nonsense. Like mm. he, he, he doesn't have to smile all the time. And so people said they wanted to hear him say nonin, which is mm, like, yeah. it means like, oh, well, or... Yeah, something like that. Yeah, something like. And so I said, people on TikTok want to hear you say nonin, and then he said nonin, and that got like half a million views, (laughs) and people went crazy. And so one day I went to his office and I said, "Do you have any?" Because people were like asking questions, and I asked, "Do you have any advice, any life advice for the people on TikTok?" And he said, "No, I haven't thought about that at all." And that was the video. (laughs) You know, and that's kind of Nordic. You don't have to be so. He was like, yeah. no. And then. Yeah. <laughs> it's maybe even very Finnish, I would say. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> have you guys have you guys thought about longer form content? Because we talked a lot about the shorts and you do, you know, your one, yeah. two minutes, stuff like that. What are you thinking about longer stuff? Yeah, it would be really nice to do. We just haven't had the resources. or We, we haven't started. We, we have had, like, two years ago, we talked about Clubhouse. That's yeah. not a thing anymore. But I was like, yeah, should we do something there? Yeah. But uh, yeah, it, it, we never did anything there. But um, yeah, longer form content would be really nice. It just like one content take more time to do. Maybe and maybe streams. Of course, we have these, the D&D streams. They have been like long, four hours long yeah. or something. But that's different. Yeah. No, but something, I mean, for now, what part of it, I mean, you're accepting this podcast and you have been to others before. So there, that's part of, it can be a part of a strategy to be on just other people's podcasts. That's also long form. But, they, but I'm wondering, like, I'm trying to figure out a method that I'm thinking about the hours that you spend with people. Like you have the amount of interactions, like every time we meet, we build up this like social points, but also mm-hmm. allowing me to like really get into a topic that's hard yes. to do on the short form. So that I'm trying to complement that with videos and, and, uh, podcasts and stuff to get get deeper into it. So, and I'm thinking because you are so popular on the short form, there's there might be an I, I can quite be sure there is an interest to talk about like maybe the, the design philosophy or what you well you're, what you're talking about now the philosophy behind your authenticity of uh, or or actually talking about the product maybe even more in depth. You have these instructional mm-hmm. type of videos I've seen those, mm-hmm. but it mm-hmm. might be the a, a, a mix a, a middle ground between like it's not just looking at what exactly is this function but you can talk about why was it designed this way the design process to go from this type of thing to this type of thing and yeah. maybe allow that to take 10 minutes I, I think that's I think it's a good idea I heard some some video or some content from you where you talked about it and and you know I saved that video maybe because I, I was like oh. yeah this is this is good. I, I believe in this. <laughs> so, you know, now this sounds like an echo chamber. Like we're all these creators and we just follow each other. And <laughs> <laughs> no, I, it was after you asked for this. Or you have popped up a couple of times before. 
and yeah, I, I looked at, but that really resonated with it. I, I believe in it, uh, but we haven't just done it yet. Well, I, there I, might I be rumors thought... that something might happen at some point, but not. That's not official right now. Uh, but yeah, maybe no. But <laughs> I we've been thinking because, like, for example, podcasts. Mm. I think podcasts are really, um, they're really interesting. But I, I think I had ha, have had this uh, wrong idea that you you need to do a whole season, you need to do like 10 episodes and they need to be half an hour or an hour and and it's like a big time commitment, but it doesn't have to, of course. You can make one episode or two or three and that's also okay. Yeah. Um, and yeah, that could be a way to to test it, but we, we haven't yet. Well, you're doing really well with the short, so I, I, you know you don't have to step away from a very successful format. So that you just keep doing that. I think. I'm just going to do a quick check here. We, we have been around on this for a while. I'm yeah. going through. We have I have this amazing team that created all these questions. We have like a whole whole uh, case for you guys. Like how many followers? <laughs> what for? What are you on? Like what are you posting? And we have it all analyzed and everything. So yeah. that helped me prepare for oh. this interview. Do you have any best practices for us? Or like, well, we, we, you more or less said, like whatever everybody else is doing, that's not good enough. But what is Vilpe best practices? Well, you have anything like, this is uh, this is absolutely something you should do. Like film your employees, that was one. Do you have anything yeah. else you want to just, just share with everybody like we should, we should be doing? Like film your, yeah, of course, post. You need to get out there and start doing content because that's how you learn. Because you need the... A lot of like companies have have been in contact and they wanted to talk with us and what they could do, and sometimes it feels like people want a list of things like post this the first week and the next week this, but what you post the the second week it depends on what how the first week went. So you have to like have a plan and some videos like or or content coming up. But I think you need really to react to the audience. A lot of companies they just put out what they want to say but it's social media you need to be social so you need to listen to them and also mm. the authentic stuff it's something people repeat a lot it's it's more it's easy to say and it's difficult to like vulnerable and and it can be scary to do um also because you don't want to seem unprofessional because people resonate with it you want people to trust you and they trust you when you are vulnerable I think maybe the trick. I'm, I'm one. I'm not sure if this is a trick, but I'm thinking if you're at work and you have work clothing on, you at <laughs> least look that professional, and then yeah. you can almost talk about whatever because you're like you're at least at work. Like it, I think it's harder for us working at home yeah. where if you if now I, I try to make a little bit of a studio like, but if I go to some of the other rooms, it would be like it really like if you like say you go into your bedroom and you have an unmade bed and like it just looks like trashy. I can see why you wouldn't want to do that. That's maybe too extreme, but for for if you're a business like if you're who's listening, do it at the office. Then you're gonna look you're gonna look like business at least like you know what you're doing, and then you can talk about whatever's going on. I think if we're too like I'm trying to think that what if you're like talking to somebody at like a conference or something like that maybe mm-hmm. a tone of voice like you you are talking about real stuff and you're talking to a human being it, it it's not like you know my cat died and i I had to bury it in my backyard. it was really awful like you don't have to say things like that you can but you can talk about business as if you're talking to an, a colleague or something then you get mm-hmm. it and it's an authentic comment. It, but you, but you don't have to feel be like so vulnerable about my life is so hard. You don't have to go. No, no, you, of course. Yeah, you don't have to talk about like <laughs> your childhood traumas or something yeah. like that to be authentic. But sometimes, for example, I was up on a roof. They were in, installing our products, our sensors for a smart roof. So I asked this guy, this roofer, like, what do you think about them? And he says, yeah, they're really easy to install and they're really great. 
you know, it, it sounded so slick, although like he, he was <laughs> another guy. And I, and I said, I'm like, you, you, sure? need to, you need to push. <laughs> yeah, you need to push. So I said, but like for real, you can yeah. say whatever, like for real. And he said, no, no, but they are. These are so easy. And, you know, that's the second part of it, it what yeah, no. is what you are going to use. Because that yeah. when he, like he, yeah, he actually, really yeah. tried to convince me. But it is. It really is. They are really easy. So because when somebody just says it, if, if we say this product is really easy and you, you can yeah, save a lot nice. of money with it, nobody believes that. You have to show it. And so... Um, I think you have of... a trick there. You have a trick there. You, you didn't say it on purpose, but it's like you are asking. Because having the camera up yourself, I mean, you, you can probably do it now because you're like a marketing specialist. But if you have normal people, they can't speak alone. So no, when you go no. up and ask them stuff, that's like a trick. And then if they don't answer well, you can be like, wait, wait, can you? No, ex keep, keep going. Tell me more. So, so then you can wait, like wait, suck is out that, that true? good yeah. Make, uh, is that true and make them laugh a bit it, it's like yeah. because with our ceo uh tuomas saikonen he's he's like such a smooth talker like he could be a politician he's he's like he can talk for <laughs> yeah. five minutes and it sounds like it's scripted and so yeah. when you film him it's yeah it sounds like somebody has written it because it's really good because he is like that i know that when we interview him like you have you can push him a bit. Like some people you yeah. you shouldn't push because they get uncomfortable. Yeah. But yeah. him you can like I, I remember we we did a video yeah. come on, that Thomas, I started come off on. with <laughs> Yeah. No, or I yeah, I started off with like Kirill has spoken about how he doesn't value money and status mm. and stuff and he wouldn't want to be a boss or a CEO. Um he thinks other stuff are more important in life. Yeah. You're a CEO. What what do you value? And then he just laughed because he was like yeah, I but yeah. it started him off from a good place, so it was like interesting to to watch him. And also when we did a video about tougher times, and he talked about layoffs. I I don't remember if this was yeah, I think it was in the video, uh, not my question, but I asked him what does it feel like to yeah. let people go or something like you. That's you, horrible. Those I people who are really good at talking, like you can push them, and then you get the authenticity. Or they are authentic, of course, all the time. But people yeah, see but it then, and then they believe it. You, the people who are like good at answering questions, they will come sound like plastic, or they will sound rehearsed when they answer. So then you just have to go to the second level question. Like, yeah, yeah thank yeah. you for that answer. But what about you? Have to go and and you, as an as a person interviewing, you, as a human, you can feel like, yeah, is that this not really? It's not. He's not telling me what's really going on. You can just keep asking. And you know what? When you're recording, you know, it's not a live shoot so you can be like afterwards like wow that yeah. maybe we went too deep there uh, you know you can you don't have to release it no right? no if yeah that yeah. ever happens <laughs> yeah yeah i mean we have had that also i mean i've i've asked when in discussions with kirill i i have asked questions that i said yeah probably we won't post this but i'll ask it we'll get it on video and then we can just throw it away and that's another good thing you mentioned it before good practice here you film you film more than you release Yes, yes. And also, you know, the three E's, uh, education, entertainment, uh, and emotion. Have you heard those? Yeah, yeah something like that. I have made yeah, my yeah, own yeah. version so, of that, but so anyway, Yeah, so, so you, you know, you should have all the three, uh, all three of them yeah. in every content. But if you don't, you should have two or at least one. And if yeah. you don't have anything, you shouldn't post yeah. it at all. So, <laughs> yeah, that's true, don't. <laughs> so, yeah. so we... Because a lot of things, I think, in a lot of marketing, 
people think, yeah, we have the educational part. We're telling people about our product. Yeah. But that's Thank you. I will rarely enough. <laughs> like you yeah. have to have some entertainment or something. I flipped it. I have a new one. I, well, you yeah. might have heard it in my content, but I called it like a, a, an empowering instead. So instead of education, I'm not telling you. If, mm-hmm. if it's empowering me, like this is how you can use it right away. Not necessarily <laughs> yeah. with my product, that, but you can just do it. And then I had the other one we're called reframing so that it's trying to understand the world from a different perspective. And that's what we're doing right here. I'm trying to show people that if you do like Bilpe, you can succeed. You think that it's crazy what you're doing. It's, it's really effective. It works. Everybody's been saying it. Bilpe's been doing it. Now, why are you not doing that? That's, that's up to you to decide, but it's working. So I'm trying to change your point of view. And then last thing is inter-entertaining. If it can be fun to listen, that's always mm-hmm. a bonus. I don't necessarily... Yeah. I mean, I can actually be quite funny in person. Uh, but <laughs> I'm not. See, I'm not that funny in my podcasts and stuff. But I'm. Uh, I'm. I'm realizing that would help my content. But I'm like, that's not where you have to start. If you can get this empowering and reframing content, you do quite well, I think. Yeah, and if if you, of course, humor is really powerful. But you, mm. if if that's the only thing you have, you have to be really good. <laughs> and it's like, yeah. and it then I wonder why pressure. do I follow? Why do I follow that? Am I am I trusting this company at all, or just like yeah, they're just funny? Because like, you, you guys, know, you have you have, yeah. Go ahead. No, I, I I was listening to another podcast, Nudge podcast. I don't know if I can mention other podcasts mm-hmm. here. Yeah, <laughs> it's, uh, have, yes. have you heard? Oh, this is the worst competitor. <laughs> have, have you listened to that podcast well, ever? Now I will, and I wrote okay. it. Okay, yes. so it's like marketing and psychology, a lot of behavioral psychology. Uh, but he had a there was a an episode about rhyming. And and it is had has been studied that rhymes in like marketing makes people trust the message and they remember the okay. message. And they said so there were a lot more rhymes in ads uh, in like nine, the nineties and before. Yeah. But then it has become way less, even though it works. Really, it's a really mm. powerful move. And so they were thinking. Like- reframing like uh, empowering reframing funny and rhyming content <laughs> well, but they said about the rhyming thing I, I think it was interesting like why has it gone away they said because people are really in marketing now really highly educated and mm. you want to sound smart and yeah. rhyming and humor sound kind of banal and naive and, and also these like, catch catch sounds if you have like uh, some phrase like i don't know what you have some some like that's some companies do it, but it's not very common anymore. Back in the day, I think like everybody had a jingle because they stick in your freaking brain. Yeah, and, and, and because they also said it. that there that humor is really powerful. But mm. but it's like if you're a marketing agency and you sell like marketing to a company really expensively, you don't want to sound dumb. So you come yeah. up with some really. Uh, sometimes we make it too complicated. It's not that yeah. complicated. I mean. And I was thinking, like, I, I need to come, like, I'm not that good at rhyming. I, I, we haven't done that content yet, but there are a lot of stuff, like when you are talking about authenticity and, and being vulnerable, and it's like, mm-hmm. it's okay to not be like, have these long words all the time. People want to understand what you say. Say it simply and directly and easily and entertaining. And then people, yeah. people want to see that yeah and it goes back to what we we talked about volume it's like you produce you film a lot you don't release Mm -hmm. all of it but you do release quite uh, 80% yeah 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 so it it, and you and now you've done that for two years so you're getting quite good at it but you had to start at some point and where we all we're all doing this we yes starting just starting to produce and allow yourself to produce like volumes i think one a day 
I, I did a practice now. I've gotten quite good. I can record in a five minute slot between two meetings. I am ha- I have time to do one minute recording, but that's now I'm practiced quite a lot. But I do like in thirty minutes I can do five. In one <laughs> hour I can do twenty, if I just have a. So you can you can make quite a lot if you actually put the effort into it. Yeah, and I think there's something good in that. I was talking to a friend who said this is bad. This is this is like destroying humanity because we have to like output 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 and it shouldn't be like this we should have time to do stuff but i think when you produce a lot you you like um, you lower some guards in yourself mm. and then yeah. like it, it's good for your creativity also to push it a bit like what if we would have to produce a lot how mm. we would would we do it what would we cut away that's yeah, it, I think what you said like, uh, after this mind also reframing that instead of saying like should we or can we it's like let's say we are going to produce 10 videos a week that's a new thing how do we do that yeah yeah then, then you're, the conversation is very different and well we would have to do that yeah let's do it yeah because we also when we have analyzed like we have done like I don't know 700 videos or something on TikTok so far or maybe more uh, I don't know but it's we anal- we tracked how much time we put in from idea to publication and so the shortest time frame was like are they a maximum of 30 minutes the max we had like three time categories the maximum was like over 3 hours or something mm. and and then we tracked how they did because yeah. it was like is it like if you put a lot of time into it, does it do better? But it, there was no, no correlation. Like sometimes the ones that we put a lot of time into did well, sometimes the really short one. But but you can't only do, or we can't do only the short ones because those usually, they are usually something that happens. And I'm like, yeah, let me take the okay. camera. And, and stuff doesn't the, happen I all the time these, sometimes. I call it yeah. the substance versus uh, like production quality. Like if the substance is good, like you're saying something really interesting or there's a yeah. capturing a moment that's in itself valuable, then the other stuff is not so important. We, we no. I think also because yeah. of professionalization of, of all the jobs. And like we we want to, I mean, that, I have a light here that I'm very happy it was installed, but this light can light up, I think, an airport hangar, how big the light I have. And because yeah. I ask, I have no idea what you buy. What should I buy? It's like buy this one. I'm like, it's it's completely. Or if I put this on full power, I will burn my skin. It's it's very powerful. <laughs> yeah. So, so I and, and it, it, I almost bought a, a more powerful one. So I did absolutely didn't need it. But I asked a professional, and he you know he wanted to do it right. He wanted to do it like this is the best stuff. But I'm like, no, nah, nah, I just needed you know functional what I'm doing in my little home studio. Didn't need more than that. Yeah. And I think that's that, but we all do it. I think like we, we, before we set up this call, we were talking five minutes trying to get the lighting correct on yours. So yeah. we were like, we're and, doing this because we yeah. get you, we get as professionals. I think we, we, it's a natural, we're creeping. We want to be like a little bit better, like a little yeah. bit better. And you, it's, it's so easy to overdo it, to overproduce mm-hmm. stuff, especially for now. We have been talking a lot about TikTok, like, especially for TikTok, you overproduce it, people swipe. Because it yeah. looks like an ad, and so. <laughs> oh yeah, you gotta watch out for that. That's yes. on LinkedIn as well. LinkedIn, those of you who do LinkedIn ads, you, you will see, now when you hear it, you will see it. I'm just as soon as there's an ad, I just, I just, I practically don't see it. Because, but if you yeah. would have made the ad to look exactly like a post, I might have stayed. But now I say ad boring. Yeah. I just scroll past. And um, and so also maybe when when you think about like yeah, how can we produce ten videos a week? Like it's. You need to skip those things, and that's yeah. a good thing a lot of times. Because if you have like half a year to do a video, of course you're yeah, going you, to produce it really yeah, well. It's, it's going and to it's be going to be one video in half a year. That's the yeah. mag, that's the output. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so. and it's 
And what, then yeah. it fails. And you're like, oh my God, all this work. Yeah. At the end. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Because that's also when sometimes when we put more time into a video, sometimes like we have really high hopes. We, I'm like, I think this is going to do well. And sometimes it does. Sometimes it flops. But the worst thing is when it flops, when you have put a lot of time into yeah, it. Yeah, it hurts. Because it's like, of course, that's the worst. You can, Because of course, we have things that do bad all the time videos maybe we should think the complete opposite we should come we should think how is how is the absolute lowest amount of time i can put to make a video that i can put out without feeling completely embarrassed and you work up from there but not much like that's because then if you fail which you still will do you'll be like you're 300 like first on tiktok they're going to give you 50 views or something for free you're going to get 50 yeah 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 you for the first videos you get yeah. more than you deserve and, and a bad one for me now i get 300 they're like they give you me 300 like here you go it's for free but yeah. they but so you, but don't yeah so if you do that at really low quality you can try to figure out like because the quality is not it's the in this inside the substance like cut, cutting in there's some cutting to make sure that it delivered in the right way But yeah, work from the bottom and up, not instead of trying to make something really, really well and, and then go down because you just waste your time. Yeah, because what's the worst thing that happens? It's nobody sees it. Yeah. That's not so bad. <laughs> if it's, yeah, exactly. If it then was nobody bad. saw it. You're like, all right, it wasn't so bad. Yeah. Right, Maria, we've been exist. talking for a while. I think we have to round this off. Thank you very much yeah. for coming in. Uh, when, where should people see you? Vilpa at TikTok? And... Yeah, Vilpa at TikTok, LinkedIn. Those LinkedIn's coming up. Place. Follow Maria Eriksund. She, that's where it's going to be. Uh, thank you very much for coming. I really appreciate it. And uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing where you guys go with your, your new stuff on LinkedIn. Thank you. 